This is an ABC podcast. But earlier today, I don't know if you know, at the State Netball Hockey Centre in Melbourne, it was the host of the Wheelchair AFL National Championships. So what is Wheelchair AFL and who won the championships? Well, Grandstand's own Corbin Middlemass was there and he can bring us all the details. Thanks, Kaz. The 2023 Wheelchair AFL National Championships have been contested over the last four days out here at Parkville at the State Netball Hockey Centre. It has all culminated in the Div 1 Grand Final, which has just been completed, and Vic Metro too powerful for WA in the Grand Final. They end up winning by 57 points on the back of an emerging superstar in Yassin Hill at just 16 years of age, scored a dozen goals, and in the end, Vic Metro walk away with the title. My name's Corbin Middlemass. Alongside me is Jeremy O'Halloran, who is a footballer with St Kilda in the local competition here, but he's also a former Paralympian as well. Um, Jeremy, we might just work backwards before we work forward. So first of all, the National Wheelchair Championships in the AFL. What is this all about? It's basically just like a, I suppose bringing all the, the states, like the, the capitals and the territories and, and so on together. Wheelchair football is starting to really, really grow here in Australia. There's over 200 participants that play around Australia with a few other, I suppose, feeder competitions and, and so on, some junior competitions. But it's a, it's a chance for the community to come together every year, have some fun, play a bit of football. It's pretty, it can be pretty, pretty competitive. There's a bit of bash and crash and it's good fun. And looking out there now with everybody you know everyone's getting around each other there's it's um it's a really good environment really inspiring environment so if you give me a 30 second breakdown on what wheelchair footy is all about how many players on the court how's it all broken up how do they score so you got five players on the court at any one time two forwards two backs and a center uh you play in your zone so you play on a netball court the forwards can only go in the front two thirds backs in their two thirds the center can go anywhere uh you differentiate the the, the three different areas between green green wristbands for forwards the centre wears a, a yellow wristband and the uh, defenders wear a red wristband the centres, uh, forwards are the only ones that can score the centre can go anywhere and basically can work to help their forwards, help their defenders it's played on a netball court, it's a hybrid game of netball to a certain degree but um, that's the, the basics of the game a kick's a hand pass and a hand yep. pass is an underarm throw, that's right, yep. so to be able to score, only the forwards are able to do that and you obviously have to handle the ball through the goal post the same way you would any other game of footy, so that's, that's, right. that's your kicking motion which means we get a score line and a breakdown the same way that you would for any other game of footy with goals and behinds and that's yep. what we saw obviously here this afternoon as well with Vic Metro prevailing 17-7, 109 over WA 8652, uh, as you said it's, it's growing, it's almost a decade old this sport. It, the, the origins for it, though, go back to an yeah. RAAF base in Adelaide. Yeah, so I think it was a, a realisation that the uh, the defence forces needed a game where they could offer their, I suppose, their, their soldiers and return soldiers and whatever, uh, a game that they could play within their wheelchairs as part of their rehab. So the origins is actually through through the Australian Defence Forces, and it's it's slowly grown from there. The ADF actually have a have a team that represents in the in the nationals, um, but they're the roots, and it's sort mm. of developed from there. And then a few people in in Victoria sort of got a hold of it and wanted to start a, a domestic competition. They got involved with um, some of the AFL clubs, and they got on board with it, and it's sort of grown from there. Uh, all eight 
states and territories are involved. Victoria have two teams, Metro and Country, which means that we need to combine another side, and that's made up of New South Wales and ACT, so the Rams. Yep. They actually had a very successful competition and made it through to the Div 2 Grand Final. Uh, but there is also an RSL team, so a return service league side, which uh, competed again here yep. this week, and they actually made it through to the, the Div 2 third-place playoff where they were able to, to beat Northern Territory there by 31. Yeah, so yeah, wheelchair sports or wheelchair football is not for just for individuals who who may have you know lost the use of their legs or, or had some kind of an accident or whatever. There's also a lot of people, um, return servicemen, that, that suffer from PTSD that also classify as being able to, to compete as well. So there's a classification system. There's points one to five in regards to your ability to be able to play the game. If you're a, a if you've had a, an accident, your mobility is very limited. You might be a very low one or two pointer. If you might be an amputee or somebody with PTSD who has most of their, I suppose, movement, trunk movement, whatever, you might be a four or a five pointer. In the nationals, you're only allowed to have 18 points on this on the uh, in division one on the court at any one time. So there's a bit of man management that goes on as well. And in the um, division two, I think it was 16 points. Uh, the Div 2 grand final was won by Tasmania, so they beat New South Wales ACT by 33 points. The third place playoff in Div 1 was won by South Australia, who have actually won this competition the first four years it existed between 2016 and 2019, so a nine-goal win over Vic Country. And the grand finals I mentioned off the top, so a 57-point win for Metro over WA. In 30 seconds or so, Jeremy, what do we see in this grand final here in, uh, in Division 1? Oh, I just think that the, after the initial sort of onslaught from WA, Victoria to sort of basically got their groove together, they started finding space, they started using the ball a lot better, they were composed I, I found that WA tended to to drop it long and look for that long long drop, long kick forward didn't quite work out for them the centres, I think Amber Bryant, the um, Paralympian from, from WA, I expected her to have a little bit more, I suppose involvement in the game, but I think our, our centre, Nick, Nick Bryant, did really really well on her, and um, yeah, we just found space and I think once Yassin got his, his grubby little mitts on the ball a couple of times, <laughs> the confidence went through the roof and, um, they, and it, it, it just went from there. Uh, it's been a highly successful weekend. Again, Kaz, uh, 12 goals for Yassin Hill, who was uh, sensational for Vic Metro prevailing to claim the national championships. Uh, he finished with 12 goals and Vic Metro prevailing by 57 points in the Division One Grand Final out here at Parkville. Thanks indeed to Corbin and also Jeremy O'Halloran. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.